This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WIP Morning Show. It's a Tuesday morning in the Delaware Valley and one of those rare days when Al Morgani and I are both here. Al, good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, I had... Two games. So. A lot of hockey this week, right? A lot of hockey. A lot of hockey. And Keith Jones, you were telling me, Jonesy had to leave here at <laughs> 9.30. To yeah. Head up to, he had to drive all the way to Buffalo. Well, he had, uh, he had Slim drive him up there. Or, uh, oh, he had there. a guy? Oh, yeah. He always has a guy. But you said that by the time he got there, he seemed uh, a bit uh, yeah, tired. Yeah, well, his interviews. I, I credited him with doing a great, great And he actually says, no, that wasn't very good. He said, <laughs> yeah. You guys played really well in that period, uh, TK. And TK goes, no, actually, we were really bad, Jonesy. Jonesy has often told me, Al, he doesn't always watch the game, got- even when he's doing it. That may be indication of that. <laughs> well, we got, here's our roster. Hey, John Johnson's in as our yes. co-host Morning. today. Al Borghetti's here, reuses here, and we got some guests today. 8 o'clock, Brandon Graham. Gotta love it. And our giveaway today, I'll, I'll tell you what it is now. Our giveaway today is a autographed, phenomenal replica helmet signed by Mr. Brandon Graham. It's nice. the full-size helmet. The black helmet. It's the black helmet. Oh, that's the coolest one. Yeah. And and he signed it. That is a once-in-a-lifetime type of item. And how we're going to give that away today. Johnson is the judge today. Brandon Graham's mm. 34 and still excellent. Mm-hmm. 11 sacks this season. Players who are still great, past or present, right? We're going to do past them all. Past or present, yes. Past or present, still great after 30. Uh-huh. Now, the ultimate judge is Johnson, and understand he's quirky. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, there's some obvious low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Not positive he'll pick them. There are four prizes to go with today, including uh, NFC East Division Championship stuff, had a Visa gift card. Who is still great or was still great after 30? Hmm. Keeping in mind, Johnson's your judge. Hi. All right. Uh, we got Ross Tucker up at 7. We got Brandon Graham at 8. And we're going to have some fun with Merrill Reese at 9, the voice of the Eagles. Right. Because, Al, he did a Q&A with Philly Mac. All right. Do you know he has been a performer since he was 8 years old? Ah. 72 years ago. Wow. And, and I'm going to see if I can get him. I'm not positive I could do it. The first thing he did was on a Western movie show where they would go to the studio, and he did ads at eight. 
Oh, really? Eight years old. Oh, so he's good at them now. Hold on. I, I don't even remember some of these products, but they were- peanut butter, what, what Ranger Joe uh, cereal. Cereal, yeah. Ranger Joe cereal. Yeah. Ranger you Joe. remember that. I, so when we, when we had the mystery co-host, he came in, he shared a tidbit, but not the full details of All a right. story where he embarrassed himself while doing a, a commercial ad. Ranger Joe cereal? Yes. Ranger Do you remember Joe. any of these products? No. Lummis peanut butter? Sylvan seal milk? All right, anyway, he used to do ads for them. And here he is 72 years later, Al, doing ads every two seconds. Yeah, him and, and Mike, yep. And uh, we got some great stuff to get through with Merrill Reese. But, but I want to start the show today because I looked in the mirror today. And I can say this because Josie's not here. There was no guy standing <laughs> behind me. Right. <laughs> and I started to wonder if I'm stupid mm-hmm. and the rest of the world is, is smart. Okay. Now, I'm not alone in my stupidity because when I watch these Eagles, yeah, 14 and 3, mm-hmm. I remain thoroughly unimpressed oh. with the coordinators. I mean, oh. thoroughly unimpressed. Mm-hmm. And yet, yesterday, the news came out, Al, that uh, the two of them, Steichen and Gannon combined, will have four interviews. Wow. For head coaching jobs. Wow. Now, it's fascinating the way it's breaking because last time Gannon got three and Steichen got one. Right. This time Steichen's getting three so far and Gannon's getting one. Well, the offense. All right. Uh, well, hold on a minute. I'm, gonna, I, I'm not that thrilled with either one of these guys, Rhea, but uh, Gannon's only speaking with the Texans who he spoke to last year. Okay. Then they went with Lovey Smith, Ooh. and then they had immediate what an regret. That worked out well. That is. And then Lovey Smith, I guess he kind of he, he kind of invited his firing by pulling that game out and losing the first pick. Nice. He knew he was going. What the hell? I get. You know what? Whatever it was, it was kind of funny the way that broke. But Steichen gets three now: Texans, Colts, Panthers. Gannon gets just Texans, and I think both of these guys stink. No, I see some people say, well, they're not ready, right? That's what Mike Lombardi yeah. said last week. Right. They're not ready. No, I don't think they'll ever be ready. Well, that's not, you don't know. I that. don't think no. they know what they're doing. And and I want to try to lay out my case and see where I am uh, compared to the fans of this town. You're with me, I, right? I, I wouldn't say stink, but I am not impressed. Not impressed. Al, do you think these guys are good coordinators? Look at their record. Yeah. No, I, I, you do. Well, I mean, I, I you can only go right. by what's presented Good. there. I, I mean, didn't get to the, talk to you yeah. yesterday, so let me uh, lay oh, my yeah. case out. Uh-huh. Prepare Where's, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Uh, Sunday's game. They had to win that. That was. I thought I was impressed. They brought Hertz back, and Hertz. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 Taylor they, Hertz was so, not healthy. Yeah. So they want the the offensive coordinator completely took yeah. their offense off the board, yeah. and won. Then they won the game. Kept the quarterback healthy. Yeah. Didn't let him run. So basically, when you don't. It's not even not letting him run. Not having a threat of him running changes everything, and they connect the dots and win the game. Um, let me just say. What? That is, I hope you don't take this wrong way. That is a stupid take. <laughs> oh my God. Stupid. That's just stupid. Well, what's so stupid about it? Hurts is injured. You want to protect him. Don't run the ball. Don't run him with the ball because you're going to get hurt, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's dial up nine consecutive passing plays yeah. to start the game. That's that's intelligent. Ninth straight. Joe, play it. Ninth straight. Yeah. Ninth straight. Listen. 
Let's see what the first play is from Jalen Hurts. Hurts looks, Hurts fires, completed a crossing pattern. He's back again, he's looking, firing, and he throws it out of bounds. Steps up, he fires over the middle, complete. Fakes, looks, fires, he completes it, fires for the end zone, and it is incomplete. Hurts looking, he's being chased, he stops, he throws, and it is out of bounds, incomplete. Now Hurts back again, flares it out, he's got Devontae Smith. Comes the rush, he steps up, he's going to run. And he dives down, but he will lose a yard on the play. Fakes, he slings it out, and he has the first down to Goddard. Nine passes called in a row yeah. with an injured quarterback. But he's but In you, what world is this logic? In a world where you know the guy hasn't played forever, you just want to get used to the offense again, you just throw things that are safe, get down, don't get hurt, and try to get your timing down with your, with your receivers because it's the only game you're going to play for, what, three weeks? All right, now I want you to hear Nick Sirianni's explanation. Okay. Because I confronted him with the nine straight passes to start. All right. And he, he gave us a very general explanation of why the Eagles all year have favored the pass to the run. See if okay. you buy it. We're number one in rushing the football last year in the NFL, and – we were number 23 or 24 in passing. And we said to ourselves, if we want to be the explosive offense and score the points that we need to do, this, need, this needs to change, right? We need to be a top 15 passing team to, be, to score the type of points that we know we need to score to do the things we need to do to, to win the division and to win playoff games. That's what our offense has been this year. We've, we, are a top, we finished number five in rushing. And we finished number nine in passing, and that's why we are number two in the NFL in scoring. All right, first of all, that does not address nine pass no, plays to doesn't. start a game. No, I right? did that for him. <laughs> yes. no, no, I know you did. You, <laughs> you tried did it to. well, Al. You tried to. It's not logical. In no actual world is it logical. It, uh, and any coordinator who dials that series of plays up is incompetent. What Sirianni just said was a broad statement. Every yeah. game presents different challenges and yes. obstacles. But yeah, under no game should you start with nine passes. Not when you're I don't, no. no, I and, don't care what the circumstances are. You do not start a game with nine and, passes. And Al, a lot of them it was an empty backfield. All right. Now let me get to the other guy. I'm glad I can. Because he's worse. <laughs> Now, I'm, you know what? I'm what not even hell? enjoying what you defending these the guys. Hell? It's annoying. I was I was happier yesterday when you weren't here. All right, so Gannon. Meanwhile, Gannon, Rhea, has, he, has he impressed you this year? I'm more impressed with Steichen. I, you can make an argument because Steichen's been involved with Justin Herbert, now Jalen Hurts, the development of them. But Gannon, no, I'm not a fan of him. Here's the thing. All right, the biggest game for, for me, at least, was Christmas Eve mm-hmm. when the Eagles were playing the Cowboys. They put up, the Cowboys put 40 up. Keep in mind, the Cowboys put six up against the Commanders on Sunday. Mm. The Cowboys are not as good as the Eagles made them look on Christmas Eve. No. And here's a sampling of the brilliant soft zone he featured, Gannon featured in that game. Prescott back, pumps, fires, complete. Down to the 10, down to the 9, goes Schultz. He throws the ball and completes it and has a first down. He is rolling, he is throwing, and it is caught for a touchdown by Michael Gallup. He fires, he completes it to Pollard. Pollard was wide open. Mike, there are wide there are wide receivers who are wide open. This uh, d- genius defensive mm. coordinator using that soft zone, according to Generation Next Stat Analytics, yeah. uh, employed by the league, was 24 for 24. 
Prescott was 24 for 24. The following week, Andy Dalton was 20 for 24 against this genius. Let's get him in here and interview him to be our head yes, coach. Yes, please. On what basis? <laughs> On what basis? On what basis? Because the numbers. The, That's what the, it is. The, the basic numbers are that they have a great defense. All right, but that's not a byproduct of his coaching. It's the talent on the defense. I'm watching teams go up and down the field where it's not necessary. It went back to the Bears game. I'm seeing receivers wide open all the time. The Bears game. That guy's going to be a head coach. (laughs) Yes. When you watch the games, you'll have a different opinion than reading the broad stats. Yeah. That's If you actually watch the games – you would not hire either of these guys to drive your bus. And yet both of them are hot commodities, and either I'm stupid or the world is. Let's not have a vote. Oh, I'll put your mic on. See, first day back. Let's not have a vote. <laughs> no, we're not going to vote on that. <laughs> We've developed over the years a, a, a mutual respect. That's, uh, you would not <laughs> say that, that I was stupid. Oh, I mean, Am look at the stupid Rhea. Uh, these guys are not. Well, would you are, hire them? Those are two separate questions. <laughs> would you hire them? Stike and I would think about it, absolutely. Oh, jeez. Is either one an upgrade over Lovey? Would you hire huh. either one of them? Yeah, I would. John, stupid. Uh, uh, I would not. Johnson, I would you not. are underrated oh, listen, the, at WRT. You're underrated. <laughs> and the last month of Eagles football. Where everybody else, where other playoff teams are starting yep. to peak and grow, the Eagles have started to go downhill yes. a lot with their play calling. So now, it, it, a I'll lot of that. questions. I got some information on that that may make people feel better. I know it made me feel better. Okay. You can so. grow. But, but these two guys, <laughs> I watch every play of every game. And these two guys are not head coaching material. Well, stupid. They are not. Here, they the, are not. The problem is you don't watch every play of every other team. I no, <laughs> I I watch a lot of them. Well, I don't have much going on in my life, Al. So I watch every red zone channel up. I watch every game I can, and these guys drive me nuts. And now they're on tour to do interviews for Ed <laughs> Why Cousin. are you complaining? No, I'm not complaining. You want them to do that. I, I do, but well, it doesn't really matter to me much anymore. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. I'm glad well, you're so upset about something really you don't, don't care about. No, I care about this year. Yes. And I know how much they have haunted me and they have not earned head coaching jobs by the job they have done a year. That is my take. Let me go to my brother Rocco for the Dirty Third. Rock, do you agree with me? Yes, and maybe for a different reason. Now their egos are going to make them so stubborn in the playoffs. And we've seen that before. And we've seen that before. That's my concern. Rock, would you hire either one of these guys if you had an NFL team? I I think you got to ask the questions on who they're replacing. Oh, and and that that I think will be the uh, the essential answer. You know the problem, Ange, and this is why we feel so badly uh, about this situation is that what occurred this past Sunday should have happened three weeks ago. We went through all these weeks of misery and see a decline and some kind of downward spiral thinking in management. And the, the and we kind of like crept in to the position we should have had three weeks ago. And so why we're 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 tepid at best. We're enthusi- with enthusiasm. 
Well, you're right, because the last month they have not played the way they did the first three. No question about it. But I am saying to you, Rock, that I just like to simplify. If I've got an injured quarterback and I've got a coordinator calling plays and he calls nine straight pass plays to start a game against the scrubs of a te- another team that, that isn't even trying to win, that is incompetence. Rocco, that is stupid. Especially with the fact if you factor in why your quarterback got hurt, yes. it was a play calls mm-hmm. against Chicago. Yeah, perfect point. They you know? they put this kid up and hung him out to dry against Chicago. He is still injured from that game. Let's put him back into the line of sight of all these uh, pass rushers. It was yeah. it made no sense. And Rock, he's getting three interviews. Right, and it's you know it's a situation where they're overthinking it, they're over evaluating things, and they're they're the smartest people in the room. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it how many times, Angie? A lot. Not just here in a Philadelphia. Lot. Not just here in Philadelphia, but globally. So you know, I don't get it, Rock. I, you were here when Jim Johnson was a defensive coordinator. Nobody ever gave him an interview. You know, is anybody in this city ready to tell me that Jonathan Gannon is a better defensive coordinator than Jim Johnson was? No. So I what mean, changed <laughs> when this guy's a hot commodity? Jim Johnson was a genius defensively. No one ever he, gave him a sniff. No, because it's a repeat league. Everybody is looking for the next young hot commodity to take him to the top. Like then, Arizona, yeah. All right, yeah. Rocco. Well, that didn't work Rocco, out well. you would look great with this Brandon Graham black helmet autograph. Who is still great or was still great after 30? Well, I'm going to stick with Philadelphia, and we got to go with the executioner, Bernard Hopkins. Mm. Bernard Hopkins is a, a great, great, a great he was start. Good. And you know what's great about it? It's not obvious. You had to think about it for a second. I like that. He was great well into his 40s. Well into his 40s. 215-592-9494. Now, i got some big information for you when we come back. If you would like to attend the Eagles' divisional round playoff game, mm-hmm. you will have an opportunity today, Hal. And I know uh, we've been waiting all year for this. Jeff Lurie spoke. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he did the he did the speech mm-hmm. in the locker room after they won. And you- hi, welcome back. I know, Ava. I know you want to do the question, but I think there's a couple things I need to do first. Here's one. Okay. People out there want to go to the divisional round game. It's uh, going to be next a week from this weekend. But we don't know whether it's Saturday or Sunday, mm. and we won't know till after the games are done next Monday night. There's a Monday mm-hmm. night game now, so while they will not, they could set up the NFC because I think that's an AFC game. But no, uh, no the Monday uh, the Monday night game is, is Dallas. Oh, yes. it's Dallas. It's Dallas. Oh, yeah, we yeah. will not know the Eagles' no. opponent until late Monday night, early Tuesday it's morning. And it's if, possible. And if that's you know that's one of the deals, the Eagles' game will most likely be Sunday, yeah. right? Half, it wouldn't yeah. be yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, I would like yeah. to believe that, Rhea, because I enjoy a Sunday more than a Saturday. Although I'll watch both. <laughs> hey, uh, here's the thing now. Even though you don't know exactly when the game will be played, if you're like me, you've got a lot of time to spare on weekends. Okay. Well, I have time to spare every Wild day. Wildcard weekend's awesome. You can buy tickets to the division round game on Ticketmaster at the stroke of 10 a.m. Now, understand, 10.01, too late. 10.00.30, too late. You got to hit it at the stroke. 
So whatever you're doing, hit the stroke of 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then you have maybe a 10% chance. And remember, be logged in. Yes. To your be logged in. Okay. And, and then sure just be ready to hit a button. Boom. Have all your stuff in there. Yeah. Right. Have everything ready to go so that by 10.01 you have the tickets. Because there's, I don't know, a couple of thousand. Who knows? The NFL controls this now, so you don't know how many tickets no. are available. All right. Anyway, that's one. And two, we have been waiting all year for our billionaire owner to speak, and he now has done so. After the Eagles clinched the number one seed and the bye, he stood before the team in the locker room. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Lurie. Don't ever take it for granted. Number one seed, home field advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we can be so much better. It's unbelievable. So before the season started... We had a meeting maybe five, six days before the first game. And we said, you know what? We only have one goal for the regular season. One goal. And the only goal was to be the number one seed and, of course, win the division. But that's the big advantage. And you guys, everyone in this room, don't ever take it for granted. It was your work, your grinding from June, August, September, game by game, practice by practice. You established the standard. Now, my follow-up would have been, what happened in July? Did you guys kind of coast through July? But, no, here's the thing. I know what you're thinking, Johnson. Yeah. You need more. I, I do? <laughs> here's more Lurry in the post-game speech. Number one seed. We got two weeks of work to do. Practice by practice. Same friggin' approach. And the chance to play our best ball when it counts the most. This game ball, without question, goes to Coach Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Didn't bother me. I was just surprised to hear him say freaking or, you know. Freaking. Yes. Here with the G's. I didn't know if we're allowed to say that, so. No. Uh, You're when, leaving. It doesn't matter. I'll play, right? I'll play Nick <laughs> later, but Nick used the bad word. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when an owner. It's a locker room. When an owner speaks. I mean, do the players, like, there's their eye rolls? You just have to know. sit through it? Oh, How's that Ed work? When Snyder got up in front of the Flyers, they didn't eye roll, right? No. No. <laughs> I think it all depends on who the billionaire yeah. owner is. That's all we're saying. All right, Ava Graham. Yes. What is the first of our two questions of the day? Well, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's Collision Center will make it right. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. If you owned an NFL team, would you hire either of the Eagles coordinators as your head coach? Yes or no? All right. Now, if this ends up being more yes than no, I may retire today. <laughs> All right, I'm voting now. <laughs> well, well yeah, a lot of people are going to don't like right. him and just want him out. Yes. The, the, see, yeah. The, see, no. You're not thinking about oh, that, Andrew. No, this is you're the owner of a team. Oh. You are not of the perspective of a fan. No, you don't get to be both. You are the owner of the team. Would you hire either of these jabronis? After having seen him for a couple of years here, my answer is no. Johnson. I'm looking at the last month of games and wondering what happened, and then I'm weighing that in, so therefore it would be no. You were going to say no. I was going to say no. Yeah, why did we need a yes dissertation? I'm five years. Really? Uh, no, I would not. <laughs> I, Al? I would, yes. Ah, Mia. See, I would think about hiring Steichen. No, that, that, it doesn't ask you thinking about. Don't think. Are you hiring? <laughs> Rhea, stop thinking. It's always been my problem on this show. <laughs> sure has. Rhea, yes or no? Well, because I'm leaning towards one, I would say yes. She's going to say yes. Ava? 
what she said. Ava, no, Ava. <laughs> what the hell what? was that? Ava, this is probably my last one. I month. love that Ava just doesn't care Ava, anymore. Ava, come on. <laughs> Ava. Hold on. Pretend you still care. <laughs> it's not hard. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would years. not hire them. Thank no, you, Ava. I would not hire them. You know, you're still? just getting better and better at this job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Mark's up from Delaware. Hi, Mark. Hey, Angelo. Just want to thank you for the three decades of entertainment. As a truck driver, you're in the truck all day. And you guys, I call you the big three, you, Alan, Rhea, you've been entertaining me for that period of time. And I just uh, wish you all the best in your Barca lounger there, which is what you've always done anyway. But really, thank you for the entertainment. Mark, uh, I appreciate it. Can I ask you a question? Because it's been bothering me for the last 24 hours. So Keith Jones left our show at 9.30 yesterday to drive to Buffalo, six hours. And I said to him, what will you be listening to? And he said, the sound of the road. (laughs) And I said, well, Well, (laughs) would you at least listen to us till you got out of the listening area? He said, no. He He does not put, Mark, you're in the truck all day. Could you do a whole day of driving and listen to nothing on the radio? Uh, within 10 seconds, I would crash into the first pole. There it is. Uh, How do you you do that? I've done it with him a lot. You have. He doesn't put anything on. A horse race station. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. There's nothing worse. Last weekend, (laughs) last week, he asked me to give him a ride home from the Borgata. Yeah. And I had, you know, I had WIP on very low in the background of the vehicle. And he said, please, please, can you turn it off? I don't want to listen. He's worked here for 20 plus years. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask you that because that's a weird thing. I just said, you know, he, he stands at the front seat on a, on a, like a nine-hour flight. I mean, he would do well in solitary confinement. Oh, yeah. The guy, the guy, You're right. The guy's just a statue when it comes to things like that. But I love Keith, too. Um, I did want to say that for the coordinators, you know, at 61, probably like you at 61, all I have left is my hair when it comes to looks. So I've been pulling it out, but only four times this year, Angelo. So, I mean, i got to go with the overall record, and I'm kind of with Rhea. I can see a team, and I probably might give Steichen a look. I know you disagree with that, and that's fine. But, you know, four times I've only had to pull my hair out in 17, 18 weeks. All right, hold on. Steichen, yes. Gannon, no, Mark? No no for Gannon? No for Gannon, despite some of the numbers. Uh, A couple weeks ago, you guys made a great point. It's not about only giving up one touchdown in the uh, second half against New Orleans. It's about them holding the ball, and it's about the – Lack of man-to-man coverage, even though the backups aren't as good as the starters, obviously. You still got to go man-to-man a lot of that time. So yeah, good stuff. Uh, Mark, who's great after 30, past the present? Yaramir Yager. Wow. Yager, Jeez, wow. He scored a goal last, last week. week. Yeah. Uh, how old is he now? Oh, God. He's, he's 50, 50 or 51. 50? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's still scoring goals He owns 50. the team. He puts himself in. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like, way to do it. It's a little like Putin and Russia. Oh, yeah. Him and Putin on the same. Well, he's but, no. But he hates Putin. Per minute, Putin is the most prolific scorer. Oh, yeah. Better than Ovechkin. <laughs> yep. Yep. He goes, he goes uh, you believe the, how the part the, the C parts when he's on the ice. <laughs> he man. goes right down him. Oh. Nobody's going near him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and don't stop the puck <laughs> if he shoots it on goal. Oh. Harris is up next from Maryland. Hi, my Harris. Hey, Angela Moran, how you doing? I'm great, Harris. How are you today? I'm 5'10". 
right, what do you think? Do you you like? Do you believe these guys are getting all these interviews, Harris? Oh yeah, I believe that they should. They should. Well, well, all right. yeah. Do you like them? You think they're good coordinators? Angela, Angela, I got a question to ask you. What's the What's the Eagles' record? They're fourteen to three. Who, who you think give us fourteen and three? Is not Nick Sirianni, you know? Uh, Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, and the players. Jalen Hurts. And more so, than anyone, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. So, okay. If you say that, I, I agree. I'm an expert. I'm, I've been here forever. <laughs> I know, but honestly, I believe they should get an interview. Okay. And you would consider hiring them as your head coach? Yes, I will if I own a team. Okay. It's troubling, but I... I I, I respect your position on this, Harris. Give me somebody who is still great after 30. Somebody who is still great after 30. I say Elon Musk. All right. No, no, no. This has to <laughs> No, no, no. Harris, we have this has the to shark. be. It has to be sports. <laughs> it has to be sports? Yeah. All right. Somebody who is great after 30. I will give it to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is yep. low-hanging fruit, Al, <laughs> but a very good p- uh, pick. By the way, if he does stay with the Bucs, right. I got to go through the schedule next year. It will not be like this year. He will come here next year. He may come here this year. Yeah, he'll be coming. Exactly. Yeah. Do this I is, want this. that or not? Oh, yeah. You can't oh, lose. Yeah. Yeah. I, want, is, I want him here? This is yes. paved, this is right, paved in gold. Sounds like you got a strong opinion on that. You're saying bring Brady here, whoever, uh, division round. Whoever it is, this road to the Super Bowl is paved in gold. It's, you're either going to probably get Dallas, who stinks, right, or you're going to get Brady, who he can end his career yet. You, you ruined his best Super Bowl ever. Right. Then he beats you last year, so you get to take to, to kind of get back for what happened last year. Hurts proves that it was a complete fluke. All those people said he couldn't read defenses. This road is paved right, in on. gold. Here's my choices. Brady, yeah. the Buccaneers, yeah. the Cowboys, or the Giants. The Giants may be more likely because the Vikings aren't that good. If the Giants beat the Vikings, the Eagles are playing the Giants. Do you want the Giants or you rather have the other guy? afraid of the Giants? I'd rather have Brady and bury him there. All right. Brady. You want oh, Brady here. If oh, yeah. Around. You know what all... that crowd would be like when I he gets sacked? I That team with all these. See, oh, come I don't on, man. I trust you, Al. Oh. I think you're going to be rooting for Brady. Well, he no, would. two reasons. What? One is because you always love Brady. And two is it will, it will expedite my departure. Huh? <laughs> I don't really think about you during a football game. Can if... you believe? If, I believe you would. I, I, I think you I, would like I'm the to first one sooner. that told you he would. He's so cooked. He's done. this this team. Gra- How did Brandon he get him Graham. In? He got him Brandon in. Graham. <laughs> he oh, may he end up through the turf. Wow. Brandon Graham would like another. Oh track, my God. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. When we return, I will now be positive. We are back here, and we got something very exciting for you in a minute, and I just want to kind of set up a little bit. Uh, you, Douglas, is uh, back on WIP. He will be joining our midday show very mm. shortly, all depending on how the Eagles do, because then I bail. The morning, the uh, midday guys come here, and then you goes with Joe Giglio to the midday. It's very exciting. New developments here at WIP. 
And we, now that he's still here, I think he moved here because he's working still at his Atlanta station from here. Yes. Yeah. All right? So he's here a lot. And and yesterday, we were having some fun with him. And we went, you know, you are very familiar with Houston. He has driven there before. I said, why don't we, you and I, I, I would drive out and Douglas would ride shotgun. Oh. And since he actually does pack heat, that's literal. And then in the huh? back seat, we would put Jonathan Gannett. Okay. And then we started thinking about it. He went, we could do a great bit with Conklin on this. What would happen on a 20-hour ride from here to Houston with me, Douglas, and Gannett? Oh, God. And so then, after all that, we went, well, but can Douglas carry it off? See, oh. I don't do myself there. Conklin's doing oh, it. Oh, no. Conklin. And so we went back to the archives and learned that Douglas has done acting in the past. Where? He was featured. He looks different. I think it's before he started getting hooked on steroids. Well, no, he's oh not. No, gosh. he's never been on steroids. Well. Right, well, he looked much slimmer. All right, he was younger. It, it was hamburgers, not steroids. Like, whatever it was. <laughs> you know he's I don't know what it jerks. was. He doesn't look like the same guy is and all I'm saying. All I'm going to say is he's still in really good shape, and I wouldn't be saying nothing. All he's right. down the hall there. He's in good shape, but in a bulkier way. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been a gym rat for a long time. So anyway, <laughs> uh, and, and, and uh, he, did, he did a acting part, a speaking part, on one of the very first shows they ever did on HBO, it was uh, it was a comedy. Uh, Robert Wall played this crazy agent, mm-hmm. and then they had lots of uh, sports figures on it, including Douglas. And here was Douglas's actual acting debut. You? What do you mean you're out of the deal? You told me you wanted to diversify. Look here, Stanley. Why should Hugh Douglas get one bull for a hundred grand? When for that, I can get a whole bunch of cows. Exactly. Cows? What are you going to do with cows? We like steak. Porterhouse. (laughs) I have got a hundred grand on the line here. Sorry, partner. You got to find somebody else to do this deal. Exactly. I got to tell you, it's not Lawrence Olivier. (laughs) But it's not terrible. It is not terrible. Ava Graham, you watch this. Uh, Is is you, Douglas, a talented actor? I think he was pretty good, honestly. The other guy is kind of just like a like a, a pe- I don't know, a piece of meat just kind of sitting All right, there. But yeah. Douglas is the main He's guy the there. He's the main guy, and he sounds good. I will say, yeah. I'm going to tweet a picture. Yeah. His attire in it is something I don't think Hugh would ever wear. All He's right. like a cowboy because he's going. He wants. He's going to get some, you know, cattle. Well, here's the sad part of this story. That was like 20 years ago, right now. That that's that show is a long time ago. It did not lead to other great acting gigs for Douglas. Ah. The truth is, until Conklin approached him yesterday, I don't think anyone had ever asked him to act again. <laughs> but in a couple of minutes, the first part of our road trip, and I think for Philadelphia audiences, the debut of you, Douglas. And you'll get to hear him act. And I'll tell you the truth, Al. He's not bad. He really... In the big picture, he is not as wooden as many of these guys. <laughs> I just want to mention this one other thing because I was uh, very negative yesterday. Johnson, so were you. We About were not what? happy with the performance of the Eagles, even though they won against the Giants. Well, they deserved it. Right. They, I thought they deserved it. And I, I, uh, I, was, I had an ominous tone to what's going to happen next because I said, I even asked the coach, I said, you're not playing anywhere near your best football right now. Are you worried about it? And he didn't seem that concerned. Hmm. 
And then somebody, I think it was the acquirer, the acquirer went back and they looked at 2017, which is our yeah. magical season. Right. You know, the Eagles sucked at the end of that season, too. Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah. yeah, they I really. I mean, they would not, they did Bulls not go had a into bad, it. Bulls Raiders had a bad game, game, was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's Ugh. the thing. Right, they, the last game they didn't play their starters, they, they lost six to nothing. Mm-hmm. It's one of the worst games ever played in this city. They lost to the Cowboys, no less. It was, mm-hmm. I remember but they I was didn't there. care. <laughs> they didn't ugly. care. It was an awful game. But prior to that, they had faced the Raiders, who were brutal that year, and they barely won that game, and Folds was so bad out. Folds was so bad that we had a debate that week on whether or not they should prepare Nate Sudfeld yeah. for Sudsy. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, then Sudfeld played in the 6-0 game, and that debate ended. But don't forget <laughs> that Jeffrey Lurie once referenced that game yes. when he talked about Sudfeld. Yes, he did. But <laughs> Sudfeld was awful. Yeah. And then Foles found his thing. But it's not like – and they had not played well for about a month, right? They had beaten the Giants prior to uh, the game they barely beat the Raiders in, and they almost lost. I mean, the Giants were awful that year. They were, 34-29. Yeah. They got 29 points to the Giants team. It was right at the end of Eli Manning's career, right? So the Eagles went into that bye week mm-hmm. – no better off, maybe not even as good as this team is going into their bye week. And so maybe it doesn't carry over. I don't know, Johnson, do you think it uh, does? I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if we're two weeks off, the slate is clean, we're back to doing what we saw at the heart of this run. I am grateful that it's two weeks because it, it will allow me time to try to change my mindset going into a, in a division round. That's a good start. But you're thinking right now you're kind of on the negative end of this. I am. Well, you know, I know what I've watched. I know what these okay. coordinators have been doing. Well, that that's a concern. But I don't know. Let's see what happens. They got two weeks. Nick sounded thrilled to have the extra time. They If they use it well, which I think they will, and I'll talk a little later uh, about how they already started using it yesterday, thanks I, to Hertz. I, I received several emails yesterday. Were yeah. you swooning over him? <laughs> Hertz? Yeah. No, no, no. Sirianni. No, no, I was not swooning. Oh, what happened was Jonesy said he was molding me. Yes. He came on in a relaxed state. Yeah. His dad was with him. What? His dad was sitting there. We tried so to get the dad on, but he We couldn't get the yeah. dad on. <laughs> really? Me, we and he him. started it by saying, listen, I don't have meetings today. Ask more questions. Uh, let's just schmooze. And at that point, we, we developed a bit of a bond. I heard you weren't you by the end of the interview. No, no, I was, I was me. I was just... Uh, Giggling like a teenager. No, I was... <laughs> All right, go to hell real way, please. She's been here. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Foam finger by the end? It was not. It was a... Uh, it was a uh, they're 14-3, and it kind of reflected our happiness. Although then I lapse right back into being miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Troy is up from the Northeast. Hi, Troy. Good morning. Ange, good morning. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Troy. What are you feeling right now? Ange, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning what happened on Sunday. Did you think this was about playing because they call him the, the giant killer that they put Scott in more than Sanders? Or do you think it was because of the brace on uh, yeah. Sanders' brace. knee? Brace on the knee. Uh, he hadn't, he hadn't uh, run badly, Troy, but... You notice how he didn't play at all in the second half? It was yeah. all even, and and those other guys were running well. Even the third guy, uh, what's that? Gamewell. Mm-hmm. Gamewell was running well. Uh, Boston Scott. I don't know what it is about the Giants. They yeah. can't tackle him. No. <laughs> but Troy, no, they were. 
here's what they t- they tried to split it down the middle. They played their players, but they weren't all in to show you everything they had. I'll give them that yeah. much. It was yeah, no kind of vanilla. M- m- even yeah, yeah, even last night, Brandon Graham's going to be on at eight. He said that their approach defensively was vanilla. That they weren't really going to do a lot of extreme stuff. Because they thought they could handle the scrubs without having to do it. And ultimately, they did. It just got a little more nerve-wracking than it needed It to. was dicey. It got dicey. <laughs> when they did that onside kick, oh. if, if the Giants got the ball, Troy, the Eagles might have lost that game. Yeah, that's true. That's what I was worried about. Troy, over 30, still great. Past or present, who you got? Listen, I, that, that helped me with look nice in my office, man. I got to go with the obvious. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, man. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was great well into his 30s. Mm-hmm. Really great. I mean, great, great. Mike from Douglasville's up next. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing great, Mike. What's on your mind, pal? So I called in yesterday, and I, I'm, I'm a little bit more cooled down than I was yesterday, but I will gladly hop in that car and help drive Dan into to Houston. Mike, uh, I, I, help me. I don't understand. If you're watching these guys... Would you really believe they could take a step up? I don't think they're doing that well as coordinators. Do you? No, not at all. I think they're a product of the players. I mean, I've called in and said before, when you have six or seven Pro Bowl players, whether they're alternates or actual, you know, made the initial roster, your, your defense is going to look good. When We have, what, 17 Pro Bowl players, whether they're alternates or, or active, um, on this roster? I, no I'm with him. We're going to look good. This talent, the talent Howie brought in this year is mind-boggling. Uh, Reddick, he brought Reddick in. What did Reddick end up with? 17 Six, sacks? 16 or 17? I think he got season. one more. Yeah. Reddick was unbelievably great. A.J. Brown was fantastic. He set records. Mike, Howie brought in an amazing amount of talent. But I got you, bro. And I think that was a bigger reason than these coaches. Absolutely. I mean, when you're sitting here looking at it, compare it back to when Jim Schwartz was our defensive coordinator. Yeah. And whether you want to go 2017, 2018, 2019, um, how many injuries we had in that secondary? How many times were we looking at corners in week seven, eight, nine, or ten that were literally sitting on their couches to start the season, and we still never gave up a, a completion percentage of 80%. Yep. It, it's this, he was able to scheme. He was able to get the best out of the players. There's two types of coaches. There's the ones that benefit from the players, uh, from the, the skill of the players, and then there's coaches that are able to get the most out of the players. No, I'm with and, you, Mike. They're a good quarterback, from what I have seen in the two years Gannon's been the coordinator, a good quarterback carves him up. Absolutely. Carves him up. And I because he leaves these receivers wide open, barring against the big play. But then he gives the big play up too. The Cowboy game was lost on third and thirty. Mike, if you're gonna take that sacrifice to give him all the short stuff, you can't let him hit a third and thirty. You can't. Well, even like in the Giants game. Yep. I mean, granted it was an amazing catch and yep. probably mostly luck, but Sariani said yesterday. Yes, the idea of letting them dink and dunk down the field was my idea. I told Gannon not to, you know, be aggressive, even though I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been anyway. <laughs> but he still gave up, what was it, like a 40-yard bomb? Yep. Mike, In the time where he's telling him, do not give up the big play, they give up the big play. They like, do, and the fact is, yeah, he was covered, but he still was in a position to make a play. 
Absolutely. guy should be smothered deep if you're trying to prevent the big play. And he didn't do that great a job of that. Mike, I'm telling you, if you watched all 17 games, start to finish, you would not hire either of these guys to be a coordinator. I mean, to I be your head coach. I wouldn't even put one. I wouldn't think about it twice. I, I would not hire nope. them at all. Thank you, Mike. I loved your call because I agree with you. Uh, Mike, give me uh, somebody over over 30 still really good. Well, this guy, uh, he retired what was considered early, but he was great in his 30s. How about Kobe? Kobe Bryant. Mm. Tremendous. Yeah, a lot of guys now are still great after 30, more than ever because of conditioning and training. That, yeah, you can extend it. All right, the ultimate question would be, who is Johnson impressed with? Because mm. Johnson's not normal. No. You never know with Johnson. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. 215-592-9494. We got Ross Tucker coming up at 7. Then we got Brandon Graham at 8. And Meryl Reese with some interesting personal stuff. Al, he did an interview uh, with uh, – he did a Q&A on Philly Mac. Right. And uh, it was terrific. It was really it, – it was – I thought I knew the guy after all these years. Not really. Not really. But anyway – now I would like to play for you part one of our – now, what, this is the premise yeah. of what we're doing. You, Douglas, and myself, we are driving to Houston with Jonathan Gannon. Yep. So we get him there in time for his interview. Let's hear the beginning here. Doop, 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 doop. Let's have a good day today, huh? Pipe down, Gannon. My old buddy Hugh Douglas is back. He's coming with us. Uh, I hope you're comfortable. These seats were made especially for you, Jonathan. Lots of cushion. Ah. Oh, jeez. Hey, Douglas, get in the car. Hold up. Who the hell are you talking to? Come on, you're my main man, Eunice Douglas. Where we going, man? Gannon, you know you, Douglas. He's a big, explosive, violent man. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold up. Who are you? He's a second-rate coordinator who almost lost to a third-string quarterback. <laughs> We're running him out of town. We're taking him to Houston. Uh, okay. Me and you, two strong males working in concert. I'll drive to Houston with you. As long as we can stop at a strip club. Oh, I've always wanted to make it rain at a gentleman's club. Let's go. We got to get him to Houston before they sober up. Oh, you driving out of our way, man. I always like to swing by my billboard on I-95 whenever <laughs> I go anywhere. Um, Let me slow down here. That's peak male performance right there. You know there. what? You still the biggest ass I know. Douglas, you handle the music. I don't trust Gannon. He'll dial up something soft again. I'm not in the mood for Kenny G right now. Yo, Angelo, you might want to remove the hitchhiker from the roof before we leave the state, man. Ah! Watch out! There are more holes in this road than in Gannon's defense. Oh, <laughs> well, here's a toll booth. I'm going to need 75 cents apiece from you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I Come mean, on, I... Angelo. Don't tailgate. Give the other cars plenty of cushion, just like Gannon's D-backs. Oh, Gannon! There's a fire truck. I hope one of your defensive backs didn't get burned again. You going to wait till we get to Houston to turn that damn signal off? Whoops. Oh, okay, check this out. Check this out. There's a lot of strip clubs on our route. Seventh Heaven, The Crack of Dawn, and Rump in the Road. That's my favorite. Let me see that. Where'd you get this list? James Harden. Oh, oh, oh. Strip club. Dead ahead. Great. I got the leak worse than Gannon's defense. Let me pull in here. Yeah, I mean, not- Jonathan, you stay here. Guard the car the way you coach your D-backs. Keep everyone at least 10 feet away. <laughs> Uh, I just say right now. Uh, what'd you uh, do to you? Uh, you Douglas nailed that. <laughs> you Douglas is an undiscovered acting talent. Yes. Kenny G. Part two coming up in hour seven. <laughs> 
215-592-9494-WIP Sports 9, 657. Uh, let me tell you about my 